Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I just want to preface by saying there's no one body type that is better than another. So when you're listening to this, feel like, oh, how come I'm that body type? I should be this body type. There's just different body types, but it doesn't mean, right, Dr. Rafina, that one's better than the other. Totally. All the body types, they are packages. So there are some easy areas like you know there are certain characteristics so that come so naturally so easy to you and there are certain areas that that are a bit troublesome and you have to put some effort to keep that area in balance so with all the body types you know there are these plus and minus this is episode 84 I am so happy that you're here and thank you for joining my show, your coach, Helen Yuskovic. I am on a worldwide mission to help people get confident in putting themselves first because I used to put myself second my whole life. And because of that, I experienced every unhealthy relationship possible, an unhealthy relationship with myself, my health, my wealth, my intimate relationships, my family, my friends, and my career. I'm now living in an abundance that I used to just dream about. So I want to pave the way for you too. It's time, guys. It's time that you live in the life of your dreams as well. So let's take a step towards that right now. Here's. Subscribe to my podcast on your app now so that you always tune in to my new episodes. Welcome back to the show. We have Dr. Rafina here today. And for those of you that are avid listeners of the show, you will probably have already heard Dr. Rafina's first episode here, which was unpacking the basics of Ayurveda. And I'll put a link to that show in the show notes today because it was actually the most downloaded show 
ever on my podcast show. So I know that everybody is really interested in Ayurveda and that's why I invited her back. So welcome back to the show, Dr. Rafina. Thank you, Helen. It's nice to be here again. Uh, For those people that don't really know you yet, could you please just share a little bit about you, how you got to where you are today, and just a little bit about Ayurveda and what it is? Definitely, yeah. So I'm an Ayurvedic practitioner, sometimes also referred as Ayurvedic doctor or Ayurvedic physician. I'm from Kerala the southern state of India, which is considered as the land of Ayurveda. So my journey into Ayurveda and my journey to this point was more or less organic. So, you know, after my year 12, and it's time to choose the uni degree, when I got an opportunity to choose the Ayurveda degree, actually, there is an assessment like you have to go through and a test, you know, an examination and a series of assessment to get qualified into a uni degree of Ayurveda in Kerala, which is known as Bachelor's in Ayurvedic Medicine and Surgery. So when I got qualified into that, I didn't think twice. I just grabbed the opportunity, mm-hmm. you know. So that's how I began my journey. And after joining, I never, you know, I didn't even have a second thought about it. I quite liked it. And so actually I joined for Ayurveda when I was 16 back in 1999 <laughs> and since then I'm studying and practicing Ayurveda so yeah and uh, I was practicing in India uh, in Kerala uh, in a government institution which is like a primary healthcare center in Ayurveda and that's when my husband and her, I had a second thought about you know relocating to somewhere else you know so that we can know wider world, you know, we can experience world, you know, we can travel a bit more. So then after, you know, studying about different countries, we thought about why not Australia? So we decided to migrate to Australia. And that's how my journey coming into Australia began. It was my husband's idea. I agreed with him and we came and here I applied to an Ayurveda clinic based in Sydney and I got the pause and I began my career in Ayurveda there. So as you know, three years before I I started practice by myself and two years before with along with a couple of other practitioners, like-minded practitioners, we began Live Ayurveda. So I'm from Live Ayurveda now. It's so nice. So amazing, your journey. So just to clarify, Ayurveda was just part of your upbringing so you knew about Ayurveda from when you were a child yeah absolutely because Ayurveda is so deep rooted into the culture of Kerala so it's no secret in Kerala to do a massage during the rainy season to go into a specific detox diet during the monsoon season or as soon as you have, you know, some flu or some fever, you quickly grab basil or quickly grab black pepper or turmeric and you make a concoction out of it. So everyone, more or less everyone in Kerala know about these concoctions. And so it's so deep rooted into our diet, in our daily lifestyle. And we know about the seasonal routine until and unless I learned about Ayurveda, I never realized that it's all coming from Ayurveda. I thought it's just, you know, to be honest, as a child, I I thought everyone lives like this, (laughs) you know, lives like this. 
Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you wouldn't know any different. So could you yeah. just briefly describe what is Ayurveda? How would you define it to someone that has no idea what we're talking about? Yeah, of course. So Ayurveda, by definition, is traditional medicine of India. And when we are referring about India here, it's the ancient India, the land of Indian subcontinent. So it comes from India, Sri Lanka, Nepal, Pakistan, you know, all that area. So traditional medicine means the medicine that developed along with the development of humankind in that particular region. So definitely by doing the, you know, trials and errors of that time, the scientific methods of that time that it developed into a system of healthcare. Thank you for that. And let's talk about briefly the three body types of Ayurveda, the doshas, Mm -hmm. and how did they come about? Why is there only three? Mm. (laughs) Yeah, 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 definitely. So before we go into the body types, mm-hmm. Ayurveda has its own very specific principles. So Ayurveda has its own perspective to human body and its own perspective to the world, to be honest. So it's not very different. We have some idea somehow and we all integrate those practices into us some in our daily living somehow. So Ayurveda understands three basic energy patterns within us, the air factors, fire factors, and water factors. Air factors are known as water, the fire factors are known as pitta, and the water factors are known as kapha. Yeah, vata, pitta, and kapha. That's true, yeah. So vata, pitta, and kapha. So coming back to the body type, we know that we are quite different. Like, you know, for example, if I compare myself with my sister or my brother, we grew together, we have similar genes, you know, we grew in the same environment, eating similar food or more or less same food, but still we are quite different from each other. And, you know, we can see the similar difference from our friends and people around us. And that's because we are different from one another or in other words, our body type is different. Mm. And Ayurveda calls that as the way Ayurveda groups these difference is based on the energy factors that I have explained earlier. Mm-hmm. The air, though, so if someone is dominant of the air factors of Vata, they are known as Vata body type. If someone is dominant of water factors or kapha, they are known as kapha body type. Mm-hmm. And same with pitta or the fire factors. Yeah. Well, today let's focus on one because we can talk for hours and hours about Ayurveda. So <laughs> we're just going to keep it bite-sized today and focus on the kapha body type. And what we'll do with this three-part series is the next episode will be on the pitta body type, the fire body type, and then the one after will be on the vata body type, the water, uh, the air body type. So let's focus today on the kapha body type and let's deep dive into it a little bit. So could you please share some key aspects, some differentiations with the kapha 
water body type? Yeah, definitely. So a few uh, cardinal features of kapha body type. For example, all of us one will be wondering, okay, what is my body type mm. so that I can apply principles? So uh, I would like to share a few features that's quite specific to kapha body type. So if you have these body features or if you have these features, quite possibly you come under kapha category. So first and foremost, you will have a big big body, like your body frame would be big. And secondly, you have smooth, soft skin. You have abundant, lustrous hairs. You have long, you know, long and lot of lots of eyelashes. And a few other features are that can help you to understand a bit more about you, or in other words, a bit more about kapha body type is. Some of the possibilities are it's difficult for you to lose weight. You are prone to hay fever or you are prone to mucus conditions. Mm. You struggle to begin your day. You can be a bit slow in the morning. You can be a bit grumpy sometimes. It's not easy for you to get angry, but if you get angry, you can hold the grudge. And mm. uh, coming to the physiological features, generally you have a stable appetite. Having said that, it's not difficult for you to skip a meal. You have regular bowel movements and uh, you have moderate thirst and you have a good physical stamina and good physical endurance. And generally, you are quite loving, caring and compassionate. Kapha body type sounds cuddly and like people you just want to love. <laughs> totally. They are totally, as long as they are in balance. Yeah, yes, which is another thing I'd love to talk about. But first, Dr. Rafina, it's time for your first curveball. Are you ready to play? Of course. Let's see. What is the best way that you like to maintain a high energy? Good question. So for me, the best thing is good sleep. So if I had a good sleep routine, my energy during the day is awesome. Love that. So that's my saver. Perfect. Um, And before we continue, I just want to preface by saying there's no one body type that is better than another. So when you're listening to this, feel like, oh, how come I'm that body type? I should be this body type. There's just different body types, but it doesn't mean, right, Dr. Rafina, that one's better than the other. Totally. All the body types, they are packages. So there are some easy areas, like, you know, there are certain characteristics so that come so naturally, so easy to you. And there are certain areas that, that are a bit troublesome and you have to put some effort to keep that area in balance. So with all the body types, you know, there are these plus and minus. Exactly. Let's move on because I know that it's very holistic. So diet, mindset, physical health is all important in being healthy optimally. But can you share with us the best ways to self-care for a kapha body type? So if someone's listening and they're like, I've got those characteristics, what's the best way to self-care for this body type? Thank you for that question, Helen, because sometimes I really feel like telling people, you know what, if you do this little thing, that can help you a lot. 
So it's and specifically considering that we are moving towards winter and during winter, kapha can become quite active. That means for kapha body type, that can be a little bit difficult season. Specifically, they may feel sluggish physically and even emotionally. They may feel a bit unmotivated. They may feel, you know, congested in their sinuses. So they feel a bit yucky, specifically in the morning. Mm. So the first thing, I will share a few points because there are, as you said earlier, there are lots and lots and lots of things that we can do. And anyone that's already doing a good lot of things, they can even add a couple more. Good on you. (laughs) So, uh, So I will really share a few really important things for kapha body type. The first one is having a good morning routine. Mm. So that's very important for kapha. And among that, it begins from waking up early. So you can decide the time that practically works for you. So there are people who can easily wake up by five. They wish to wake up at four. And there are people who are waking up at seven and they want to wake up at six, you know. All of us for naturally comes a certain time and we, we want to improve that in certain way. That doesn't matter. So you don't have to aim for the perfect time in the, what I suggest is, as long as we are not sleeping in in the morning and as long as you try to wake up along with sun or you know, more or less, for example, now the sun rises around 6.25, 6.30. You know, that's the sunrise we have in Sydney right now. Mm-hmm. So you can wake up along with that or the latest would be one hour later. That means seven. So that's the first thing you can aim for. So wake up early. At least try not to sleep in too much. So that's the first thing. Is that because they tend to get sluggish and because they already have a hard time in the morning? Yeah, definitely. Morning is the kapha time. That means during morning time, the body can produce more phlegm in the body. Okay? So if we are sleeping in during that time, body can't really metabolize and process the phlegm produced. That means it will just block all the channels. So by the time we wake up, Specifically, if you, are, if you are waking up quite late, it can block our sinuses, it can block our passages, and that can be a hurdle for the body. So it's a good idea to wake up before that happens. Oh, interesting. And before the circulation actually slows down. Got it. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Mm. 
So I would say there are two criteria that can help you to figure figure out what's a good time to wake up. One, if you have slept for a good eight and a half hours, eight and a half to nine hours, that's the time. You don't need more than that sleep, you know. So and secondly, at least one hour later than the sunrise. So that's the latest that you could aim for. Ideally sunrise, but one hour later. Sounds pretty doable. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Love that. Um, before you continue, Dr. Rafina, it's actually time for your second curveball. Are you ready to play? Okay, sure. Definitely. <laughs> if you could be any animal in the world, okay. what animal would you choose and why? Uh, like I'm split between two, to be honest, because oh, yes. first I was thinking about elephant. <laughs> and my pet, then my pet Archie came to my mind because I'm not sure how to think that. So I was just wondering what, you know, what are the two, what is the animal that I love the most? So from childhood, elephant is my favorite animal. So then suddenly my pet kind came to my mind, Archie. And I'm like, oh no, Archie, it's you. <laughs> is Archie a dog? Uh, no, it's a cat. Oh, it's a cat. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. How come you like elephants? Because elephants are, they are native to Kerala. Like, you know, there is a variety like Indian elephants. And in Kerala, there are lots of elephants. And traditionally, elephants, they are treated kind of like a pets in the temples. So there are, you know, many temples in Kerala who own elephant as a pet. So that's why we are used to see them. So as a child, you know, when you're going through the road, suddenly you can see an elephant walking. <laughs> wow. So it's such a big animal and, yeah, it's such, you know, so cute at the same time. I love that you grew up in like this naturistic place. It sounds beautiful. Mm, it is. All right, let's continue with the self-care for the Kaffa body type. Definitely, yeah. Okay, the second thing that I highly recommend is, and this is actually the lifesaver for kapha body type, that's exercise. So less have a good ex exercise. Oh, let's exercise. I thought you said less exercise, yeah, and I was going to say, what? <laughs> no, sorry. Actually, I said that's exercise. Yeah, got it. Mm. So, yeah, so a good exercise routine. And again, you don't have to go over the top. A good 40 minutes walking or anything that you are familiar with, mm -hmm. that's really good for kapha. And one thing that I highly recommend for kapha body type is to do the exercise in the morning itself. So then that will really boost the metabolism, that will really boost the circulation. And that itself, to a great extent, will work as a meditation for you and your day will be saved. <gasps> Did you hear that, guys? It will work as a meditation for you. It'll save your day. I already know people that are a kapha body type because I've been an Ayurvedic uh, fan for a very long time. Mm -hmm. And so I can see some of my clients and how much it benefits them as well to do things in the morning. But I know which ones are grumpy in the morning as well <laughs> and which ones have yes. a hard time. So. I can totally I have a tip for them as well. Mm -hmm. So this is one little thing that can help you to motivate or elevate to some extent. It's body brushing. So if you're feeling grumpy 
If you're feeling sluggish, if you're feeling slow in the morning, what I recommend is as soon as you wake up, do some body brushing. So grab a body brush from the pharmacy and brush yourself upwards. So you have to do upwards towards your heart. So throughout the body, from you know, beginning from your foot, come up to your heart, from your hands, come up to your heart. And you can, you know, even on the back of your body, wherever you can manage to reach, do that. So just taking two to three minutes daily, that's something, you know, I highly recommend you do in the morning itself. So as soon as you do that, you will realize that, ah, oh, I feel much lighter now. Then you will have the energy to do things. Then get the big things, get out of your way. So one is exercise and any big job that you feel like, you know, you have in line for that day, try to do them in the morning itself. So if you take those big tasks out of your way in the morning itself, that will make you feel quite lighter and you'll be looking forward to the rest of the day then. Love it. That's such a great point. I have uh, two dry body brushes, one's from you and one's another one. And so I have one in the bathroom and one in my bedroom so that Good. <laughs> I can always have a dry body brush handy. Yeah. And another good routine that we can consider for kapha body type is the good oral care. So there are two specific things that comes from Ayurvedic wisdom. One is tongue scraping. So after brushing your teeth, you do the tongue scraping. So either you can get a tongue scraper. There are copper tongue scraper or steel tongue scrapers available. If you don't have them, you can just use a steel spoon, the back of a steel spoon, and you just scrape from the back of your tongue to forwards three times like this. Does it matter if you do the tongue scraping first and then the brushing the teeth or should you brush the teeth first? The recommended uh, order is you brush the teeth first, then do the tongue scraping. But it's all right if you do the other way as well. Got it. And just quickly, what's the benefit of tongue scraping? It helps to boost the secretion of digestive juices because tongue is a part of our gut, you know, and uh, uh, when we do the tongue scraping, we are stimulating the secretion of all the glands on the tongue. And that stimulation can run throughout the gut and it can help to stimulate the secretion of digestive juices as well. I've been tongue scraping for a long time now. It's just become sort of a second habit yeah. where I don't even think about it anymore. So um, thank you for that. And thank you for all of those tips. But it's time for your last curveball. Are you ready to play? Sure. What is your favorite way to create peace in your life? Yeah. Okay. That's a good question. So one thing that I tell myself is as soon as I feel doubt about anything, I don't do it. Wow. That's a really good boundary to have. I love that. Yeah. So because I have realized that your gut will tell you if something is not good, if something is not right, you know, then your gut will tell you. And if you are able to listen to that, sometimes that can be a bit tricky. But, you know, if you can stop it, then something can affect your peace when you know something and you did it. When you could sense something and you did it, isn't it? Mm. But 
if you didn't know and it just happened uh, it's you will just reflect that as an experience it happened you know there was no way that i can be aware of it mm. but if you could sense it and if you were doubtful about from the beginning itself that's when you feel like i shouldn't have done it and that's when you feel the regret and remorse and that affects you know your peace everything i've done that many times in my life and dr rafina i just want to say thank you so much for your <laughs> for your time today before we end the show is there anything else that you would love to share thank you helen it's always a pleasure to be here so one thing that i would like to add to the kapha routine is oil pulling so oil pulling is something that can be done on a daily basis so what you have to do the simplest way to do the oil pulling is you take a teaspoon of oil and you add some warm water and you swish it around your mouth thoroughly for a good 60 to 90 seconds and you spit that out So that's something that can really help to cleanse the micro channels in your oral cavity. And that can really help to relieve the congestion in your sinuses, specifically when you're doing on a daily basis. So that's one thing that I would like to add there. And a couple of other things that kapha people can always consider are some ayurvedic massage therapies. Mm. I'm a fan of massage therapies. You I know you are a fan too. <laughs> so there is one very specific massage that's very good for kapha body type. That's known as udvartana, popularly known as ayurvedic scrub. Mm-hmm. So instead of using an oil, here the massage is done using a powder. So as the massage is done using the powder it really boosts the lymphatic circulation and it will leave you really energized so you'll feel lighter and energized so that's something that's really good for kapha I loved that treatment So adding that here and there yeah you had it isn't it mm. So good How was your experience I love all of your treatments and I had a kapha mm-hmm. imbalance at one point and this was one of the treatments that you suggested for me and I said yes let's do yeah. it and it was so beautiful mm. I I always feel like a million dollars when I leave mm good yeah thank you <laughs> and was there one more thing that you were saying like yeah so one more thing is doing cleansing cleansing is always very important for kapha because as the body can get sluggish sometimes body can retain toxins within the body so a little boost to cleanse those toxins on a timely basis can always help a lot so spring is a good season to do cleansing and there is a range of ayurvedic cleansing called panchakarma uh, they are known as ayurveda detox as well If that's something practical and handy for you, that's something I highly recommend for kapha people to do during spring time. What does the cleansing involve? Like there is a series of steps that's recommended in Ayurveda for cleansing. Mm-hmm. It begins from boosting your digestion and metabolism, then processing the toxins. So sometimes when you do this those two steps that will be enough mm-hmm. but if the toxins levels are more or if you haven't had any cleansing as such there are certain vowel cleansing that's recommended but for example to induce purge or induce vomiting or do certain enemas 
So depending upon the imbalances or, uh, for example, if someone has chronic sinusitis, then it will be a really good idea to go through a proper cleansing with an enema or something like that. I have referred a friend to you who is coming to see you next week and she has chronic sinusitis so <laughs> and she is definitely a kapha body type <laughs> so this episode okay. will be so beneficial for her. Thank you so much for your time today. Sure. I can't wait to talk about the next body type and I know that everyone listening will be so intrigued to hear what we have to say about the next body type, which is Pitta. Um, before you go, can you give us a little snapshot of what a Pitta body type is? Okay. So if you are more muscular, if you are a perfectionist, and if you are analytical, quite possibly you are Pitta. And this body type advices are for you. Thank you so much. I'll see you in two more weeks. Of course. Thank you, Helen. Pleasure to be here. Thank you times infinity for spending time with me. It really means a lot. Putting yourself first will really help escalate your goals, your dreams, and I love being on the journey with you. So make sure you come and tell me on my Instagram at whole health, which is H-O-L underscore health and comment below this podcast photo to share your thoughts on my show today and if you enjoyed it please leave me a five-star review on itunes or spotify so that i can keep bringing amazing value to you i'm sending you truckloads of love power and joy bye for now Quince.com/trip/for-free-shipping/and/365-day-returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 